Welcome to When in Doubt, Laugh It Out. I'm Michelle Lyle. And I'm Michelle Brookhouse. Have you ever heard that laughter is the best medicine? We may actually believe it's orgasms. Or sneezes. <laughs> Whatever the case. Tune in while we discuss serious and not so serious topics of health, relationships, sex, and money. I'd like to be turned on without even touching me. (laughs) Turn me on. Don't touch me. Just turn me on. Well, my phone apparently has has that kind of a response. It just turns itself on. It just doesn't. You don't even need to touch it. Oh, we're going to record a podcast and then it's recording before we've even touched it. It's having anticipatory anxiety. Blow me off the humor. (laughs) Oh, so funny. (laughs) Well, here we are. Coffee in hand. Heck yeah. Somebody asked me once if we drank. Did I say this already online? I don't think you have, but maybe, you know, it's who hilarious. knows because we're so unscripted. Yeah, it's, it's somebody asked if we drank while we recorded these, and I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe coffee. <laughs> well, they must think that, you know, you have to have a few drinks in you to really talk about the topics that we talk about on a regular basis. Or crack up the way we do, or be as weird as we are, but right. you know, <laughs> no alcohol needed. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I went to that that uh, dating event in Seattle. Yes, I want to hear all about it. <laughs> and I, I sat there the whole time thinking to myself, God, I'm so weird. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, here's all these people in this room, and you know, the host, and then... He's got this panelist of dating coaches and, and experts in oh, the field. Oh, panel. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And so they were all, you know, chiming in, and I didn't agree with anything they said. Didn't you? <laughs> wow. Okay, so now I want to hear. What kinds of things were they saying? They were just talking about, like, different ways to, um, you know, to, to date and online dating and the problems in dating and, you know... Um, it was just it was just a, a baseline that I know is what most people think is true mm, mm-hmm. and then you know it's it's true for you you know if it oh yeah yeah if it's true for you yeah. but for me it's just not that's just not true like he was talking about like what's a great first date or whatever and he wants like you know you to plan a first date off of online dating that's you know unique and fun and was he talking to women or was he talking to men about planning that first Well, he wasn't date. talking about planning. He was like, what would be a great first date? What would be a great... Oh, okay. I see. Right. To, to write in a profile kind of thing? Like, this would be a great first date? Not to... No. They didn't no, really talk... Sorry. I mean, <laughs> there was a profile makeover person um, on in the panelists, but okay. um, they were talking about, like, like, get offline and get out there and start dating. And so they were talking about things you could go do on a first date that wasn't, ah. you know get a drink or get a cup of coffee and I thought I disagree with that mm-hmm. mostly because me as a person I don't want to commit to a big date with you that I'm committed to spending all this time with you when I've never met you and I might we might not like each other and that's not me saying I'm setting this up that I don't like you fully open to like you 
And it's not a one-size-fits-all reality. Just because we swiped on each other and like each other's pictures and we've exchanged a few words yeah, doesn't mean we're going to like each other. You don't want to go kite flying with them for the day. No. <laughs> but I might want to go kite flying with them for the day if I like them. And, you know, I've had coffee meets that turned into marathon dates, and they were fantastic. True. I have, too. You know, Those are but fun. Ran- rarely do I jump into a date right away. Um and they all have it. You dip one, your toe in. <laughs> the, the times that I've committed to like having dinner with someone or whatever mm-hmm. hasn't necessarily worked out in my favor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you get your dinner paid for? One time I didn't even get dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you were asked out for dinner and then no dinner. To, to, <laughs> no dinner for you. <laughs> I was asked on a date to a restaurant that apparently in this area is pretty swanky. Yeah. And he st- sat there and stared at me the whole time and we never got to eat. Kept sending the waitress away. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, not. And then we left and I was like, I came home and I, and I had, you know, you were here. So I'm like, I'm hungry and you had a date over and he's like, you went on a dinner date and you didn't eat? Who is this guy? <laughs> I mean, if we go on a coffee date, I don't expect you to buy my coffee, and that's how we meet. But if you ask me to dinner, Mm -hmm. even I don't even necessarily expect that you'll pay, but to avoid eating altogether so you could just stare at me the whole time, not say anything, was so weird. Yeah. Not even fun. Because I get sort of growly when I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I can kind of get irritated if you don't feed me. Well, you know, I'm okay with with it either way, but that just was so weird. Yeah, yeah. But that's the other thing is that I've noticed um, in my dating experience is that, well, and I've said this before, that um, when you chat online with someone and then you meet them, and I don't do a lot of pre-chatting because I'm I'm awful at small talk. Yeah, so let's meet now. So I'm like, I'm straight out of the gate. Hi. Where do you live? When do you want to meet? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend a Go lot of time and, and energy yeah. chatting with you and then, you know, shows up and we're just not a match. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. I've gone on dates with beautiful, mm-hmm. amazing men who have it all together. They're a super great catch, but we just didn't have an energetic vibe together. Yeah. So do you think everybody knows right away or do you think some people actually have to go on three because there's different philosophies around this too have to go on three to five dates before they actually really know I think we know the minute we meet people yeah we know something we know if there is we know if there's a potential what people call chemistry I call energy yeah so there's an energetic vibration that we are Mm-hmm. And we we are either, you know, on a similar frequency and we can vibe mm-hmm. together or we're on mm-hmm. completely different frequencies. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean anything about the way you look or what you do or what your interests are or what, how successful you are. It doesn't have anything to do with that. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate just a little bit. Because I know that sometimes, so, I, I, and I agree with you because I do think that there's this this law of attraction thing where like attracts like. But if I'm grumpy... What if I'm just missing the guy ahead of, you know, in front of me? So does that mean that if I'm wanting to attract whatever it is that I'm wanting to attract in terms of high vibration, 
I know this is sort of woo-woo language, but you know, it's just sort of quality. You can just sort of say a quality person. Then I need to show up as my best self too, and then I can recognize if this person is a match for me. What do you think? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't think or any of that. Even, I don't. I don't think <laughs> any of what you just said is about the energetic match that I'm. I'm speaking to. Okay. Because it's not so about, it would, uh, it's not about an attitude. It. It's okay. not about a personality. It's about it's an about energy, an energy that's underlying that. It's so it goes deeper than just an attitude on a particular day, that that person's going to recognize you regardless of what kind of attitude you show up with. Right. So, or you're going to recognize them. Well, there's a couple different things. First, I want to I um, note on the, the point where you said, well, I want to show up as my best self. Yeah. You want to show up as yourself. Yeah. That yeah, is you. Thank you. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we trick ourselves with sure. is we put on our best self. Uh-huh which is who we think that we want to be yeah. and we show up as that and then that's what people think they're getting and yeah. so then if they can't read energy well you what? know people yeah <laughs> it's not yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> and so so then the baseline is already here yeah. and you always have to be that person around them mhm mm. because mm-hmm. that's where you started your relationship mm-hmm. and so then every, any anything above or below that is like who are you? Who are you? Like I'm not in a relationship with that person. Mm. But if you just show up as yourself, like here I am. That doesn't mean you don't. That doesn't mean you don't take a shower and put on you know a nice outfit right. and yeah. present yourself well. But just be yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know whatever well, and that think, looks like. I think the feminine just generally sort of goes through waves of feelings and emotions. And um, like I know for me, I need to remember that it's okay. To do that and actually that can be attractive or is attractive to the masculine if we're going to just talk in pure masculine feminine kinds of terms too um but if a dude doesn't like that he probably likes a dude <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> well i also want to i also want to talk about the part where you're like um so your energy is your energy. Everything is energy. And your energy, energy is your energy. Mm-hmm. And I was actually listening to um, Shannon O'Hare's podcast that she um, had Dane here uh, guest. Speak. And it's called Energy. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And we'll put that in the links. Yeah. It, 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 he did such a great job of talking about energy. Did he? That's, okay. that's yeah. really practical and not woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Because you say energy or energetics yeah. or something yeah. like that and people think metaphysical and woo-woo and you know and weird weird yeah or they think super scientific mm-hmm. because both yeah, both both, both of those yeah. sides play in that and so yeah. he really talks you know really great about that and i'm not going to quote him here because you know i'd have to re-listen to it to do that um but what i want to say about when you're just in your energy it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like I can't tell you how many more um, compliments I get when I don't think that I'm looking as cute as I could possibly look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Way more than when I think I'm looking as cute as I can possibly look. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, I don't know how many times that, you know, my, I would be like in my sweats, cleaning house all day, you know, whatever, not showered, and, you know, my husband would come home and say, You're so beautiful. And I'm like, What are you talking about? <laughs> Because he's looking at the essence of me. Sure, absolutely. And I think yeah. we do. If I think we do tap into the essence of people, the energy of them. Mm-hmm. We just don't know that. No mm-hmm. one talks about that. Mm-hmm. No one's taught us that that's really where we're matching. Mm-hmm. And that's where we should be checking in on the first date. 
and trusting ourselves that we know what we know rather exactly. than trying to impress somebody. Well, you know, I, I chatted with this guy and, um, when I first moved to Bellingham, I chatted with this guy in BC and he was so kind and so sweet and gener- gener- generous and we had great conversations. We even, you know, video chatted and um, I really liked him and I was so excited to go meet him. And when I met him, like, he looked like his pictures. He was really handsome. He was really just this great guy. He was, you know, interested in me. There was no reason for it to not work for me. Right, like, yeah. Like, it was... No apparent reason. There was no reason. Yeah. But I was sitting there across the table from him, and my my th- I felt like I was strangling. My throat started tightening up, uh-huh. and I got kind of lightheaded and nauseous. <laughs> and I was like, I... <laughs> And I just, we had this, he choked you. <laughs> we had this whole day planned and he was so nice. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's going on with me, but I don't feel well. And I thought, and I thought because I'm so sensitive, we were in a really crowded restaurant. Sure. So I thought it was just the energy of the restaurant or whatever. And I'm like, you know, is it okay if we just go and we can go on to our next part of our date? And, um, so we left and I thought once I got out of the restaurant, then it, it would ease and then we got in the car to drive to the next place, and it like, it was like my body was like, "You're not listening," and it just, I, I was, I felt like I was having an anxiety panic attack. Wow. And I was like, I am so sorry. Can we just like call it here and go our separate ways and regroup later? I don't know what's going on with me, but I have to listen to myself. Yeah. And he was so kind, and he said, "Yeah." So, um, you know, he took me to my car, and and we went our separate ways. But as soon as I got in my car and I drove away from him totally fine wow and I was like that is so weird it and I, to this day I don't know what that was but I listened to Do it and I called him and I said this yeah. is, isn't gonna work and he's like what are you talking about like he was just blown you know away. blown yeah. away yeah. from yeah. that yeah and I was like I just have I don't know what it is but I'm aware of something yeah. that I can't see and I just oh have my to gosh to I mean that's brilliant in a way because I know well you know <laughs> <laughs> you know that I bypass that um, I've, I mean, I've talked about it. It's like I use my brain to talk myself into like continuing on with somebody because I think I should. Because on paper, they look great. But there's something about it. It's like my body is not responding. Or not my, my body, my essence, my energy is just sort of like repelled in a certain kind of yeah. way. But I don't listen to it. And I think there has to be a reason for it. And otherwise, it's not good enough you just push through it should be good you know right I I do have this tendency to do that we also have the tendency to do that on the other side like how often are you sitting next to someone that in your mind you're like heck no but your body is so like happy and they make you laugh and you're having this great time yeah and you just want like your body just wants to get closer to their body but your mind's like ooh, gross no i'm not not dating this guy (laughs) And your, but your body's like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> you know, what would happen if you chose that? How much fun would you have if you chose that? I know that's happened to me, you know. I, well, you know, I dated off and on for the first six, you know, first six months we knew each other. A guy that my body just lights up around this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh-huh. um, and he's, you know, there's nothing. He's sweet. He's a great, he's a, he's a great guy. It's just like cognitively, like our nothing in our lives ma- matched match. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fundamentally. Yeah, yeah. But our bodies just loved loved hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. So finding both, it's like sort of finding both. It's like the there is that logistic piece that sort of has to work in some sort of way, you know. Um, 
that external piece, but finding that yumminess, that the attraction in the body piece or that energy piece, because it's beyond just body. It's beyond chemistry, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I totally agree. beyond that. Yeah. Well, and you know, a lot of times there's we know that this person is a match for us, but we talk ourselves out of it because we decided that our match is actually something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know. Th- there is a man in this world that I've known my entire life and we're, we're so close. Um, and we both totally adore each other, but neither one of us will will, like, we have these conversations. We actually have these conversations. Well, you know, it's so fun to be around you and you know, it's so easy, but I don't want to choose it because I love what we have. And then it might be different if we don't like each other, you know, (laughs) so stupid. And he, he's dating way more than me, so he'll tell me about these different dates and how they go sour and they don't work mm, out or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, you know, um, I just miss you. Let's just hang out or whatever. And I'm like, no, you should keep dating uh-huh. th- this, these other women. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because it reminds me of this, oh, is it a book or a poem? His last name is Brown. Now I'm going to have to find it and put it in the link too. But it's just beautiful sort of section of writing that he talks about how we could be a match energetically but then it's still those times in our life when it just might not be I mean it's the timing piece too sure it's like right timing right place right time yeah and you say that it's funny because the last conversation I had with this guy that you know yeah keep having these funny conversations he's like there's gonna be a time where it's just gonna be like that right you know yeah that moment yeah Yeah. Uh uh-huh uh-huh. It's funny. It is. Whether in this time or the next. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, that event too. I guess it, I guess for me, it, it, it's like a shallow, t- uh, not shallow, but like surface. surface. Okay. It's like a surface take on dating mm. where what they said wasn't wrong. It's true, but it, it's like so surface. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're all looking for that, like, that magic button. Like, you know, I mean, how many, um, how many, like, articles or, or courses or whatever, like, you know, the 10 keys to finding love or, mm-hmm. you know, the seven ways mm-hmm. to get him to ask you to marry you or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. we're, we're drawn to those things as if there's this, like, secret. Yeah. And if I just know that secret, everything mm-hmm. will fall into place. For sure. And Prince Charming will show up on his white horse and yeah. carry me away to happily ever after. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> and even when we know happily ever after is a lie, yeah. we still look for it. Mm-hmm. We're so programmed to look for it's it. It's amazing. Disney programs us. I mean, along with many other... Yeah, we're just programmed. Yeah. We're programmed to look for happily ever after. And what if happily ever after is right now in this moment? Like right today, in this second. It's well, you know me. I think that everything is a choice. So yeah. you want to be happy, just choose it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be ever after. It's yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and if it's not, like I, I like to say, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And people are like, Wah? you know, because mm-hmm. we're, we're so like programmed to get through with with the future idea always being where we're headed to while not enjoying the way of getting there. Yeah, and all these obligations, we must, we're obliged, we're obliged. Exactly, well, and I've had this crazy life. I've experienced 
everything I could even imagine experiencing yeah. to this point. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it wasn't so fun. And I didn't even, I didn't know that I could just choose to be happy in the moment. Like yeah. it was always like, yeah. well, when we get to this point, well, when we get here, well, when we do this, when we buy a house or when we get married or when we um, save enough money or when we get, you know, well, even in the baby um, or the dog, even in therapy circles or in the self-help help movement, it's sort of like, when I clear this, then I can be happy. What? Yeah. Like, if I could only, you know, clear all of this trauma out of my body. And, I mean, and there's something to be said about the clearing and the integrating. Because, I mean, I do a lot of that with whatever it is that I do. You know, with the homeopathy and all of that. But there's also, I'm recognizing a choice in all of that. We can still choose in each moment to be happy or grateful or appreciate appreciative and even that would change the tra- trajectory of what's going on absolutely well one of my favorite um one of my favorite facilitation sessions with a client was um this came out as we, you know we're we're working back and forth i was asking her questions and we were doing um clearing and and i said to her i said you're already everything you've ever strived to be mm-hmm now who do you want to be? It's mm-hmm. literally true. Mm-hmm. Like, it Thank doesn't you. matter what you're working on inside of yourself, what you're trying to clear, where you're, you're at. Let go. Yeah. You right mm-hmm. now are the best version of yourself that you've ever been. Mm-hmm. And now what, now what now would you what? like to choose? Now what? Yeah. Now what would you like to choose? Mm-hmm. And what if there was literally nothing wrong with you? What if you were ex- exactly perfect right now for you? I know. How yummy is that? Could you be happy? Could you choose joy? Could you laugh today? Mm-hmm. I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's just an interesting thing. And then yeah. So tell me what else. Oh, we're still recording. <coughs> we had a little silent glitch there. Sorry, folks. <laughs> so tell me what else about this um, this dating thing or the travel or any other stories you want to tell me about what happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the insights. The big, yeah. the big um, scene was this this dating event. You know, a singles dating event where it was all women. <laughs> I mean, there was uh, there's a handful of men, but yeah. it's essentially all women. And I find that to be true, you know, on a scale, anytime that I'm choosing to go to some kind of event that's about singles and dating and meeting or meetups or whatever, it tends to be majority women. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. So why are women more interested in that than men are? I just don't think that men think about... I think women think about relationships and when they're going to meet a guy mm-hmm. like all day every day and men don't. I don't think that they I don't think they think that much. Mm-hmm. Mm. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I don't think that they wake up and go, "Is today the day I'm going to meet the love of my life?" <laughs> <laughs> and you think women do that? 
pretty much. I mean, it, you know, it, making light of it, making a joke of it, I, I, I yeah. think there's an essence of that that is true, that women, you know... Are, are more relationship conscious. Yeah, they're more... I would say, yeah. I would say more relationship oriented. Yeah. 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 Why? Because... Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I... I... If you... You know, think about it, like women have come a long way. Like, we're in this mm-hmm. different place. And that's something they talked about at this dating event. It was, he, you know, the guy that hosted it was pretty funny. And, you know, he said in, you know, 2016, you know, because he's been doing this for a lot of years, traveling around having these events, and he has a podcast and stuff. And um, he said, in two, and I'm not going to quote him perfectly, but he said in 2016, um, Trump got elected and it totally ruined his game in in it it changed the the dating so then he had to get really? get through that and then he said and then um changed dating for himself or it changed no his, for his, his events business. yeah really yeah and then um he didn't Did he, say in what he way? didn't extrapolate more okay. on that but okay <clears throat> um and then he and then he said and then 2017 he you know was on the rise up again and then uh um you know, then the Me Too movement came out and the, you know, the, oh, yeah. the men, the, I've just lost my whole train of thought, but the <laughs> men were, started getting exposed and, uh-huh. and then he was back up a little bit in 2018 and then the next man got exposed and then, you know, here he is, uh, you know, trying to go up again in 2019, he said, but the number one thing that he, he, um, says is that women just don't feel safe. Ah, and so yeah. then he he did this like little um like skit thing so you had this girl he said let's see how available you make yourself in the world like approachable do you make yourself approachable in the world so he had uh-huh. this woman come up and he's like you know let's pretend that you're in line at Starbucks so show us your body language or whatever and she's like well I'd have headphones in and you know she did this thing well she has headphones in and she's standing in line at Starbucks right how approachable is that and then he brought a guy up and he's like how would you go approach this woman so he goes up behind her and taps her on the shoulder oh yeah and then you know proceeds to ask her he's like I've never been here before what's good or whatever you know to, to open the conversation and so then after the guy the host was you know talking about it he said how many women would turn around and be like what's up creep why are you tapping me on the shoulder mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the way that our world is now no it's true and you know I when you were just even saying that I was sort of reflecting on myself I actually walk through the world a lot like I'm invisible yeah you know I mean I've changed that slight you know to some degree or another but for the most part it's such a habit for me to think I'm invisible, then of course I'm going to be invisible. You yeah. Know, no one's going to see me, you know? <laughs> well, you know, whether you're invisible or whether you're protecting yourself or whatever. And so, you know, I was think cause I was telling you about how you, I'm, well, I think it's a protection for me too, to be, I think invisible. we do it. Yeah. 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 Well, I know, you know, I had that capacity myself, but I was talking to you about like, it's weird dating in Bellingham, but it's not yeah. invisible like Seattle. Right. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell and that so, story because that was great. Yeah. Now that we're having this conversation, it kind of makes sense that everybody's like in their own little bubble, mm-hmm. and they're not engaging. Mm-hmm. And then the only safe place to engage is through your app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's distance. Well, because if you both agree to meet, then it's a mutual thing, and no one's being creepy. True. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, I hadn't even considered how that looks in this world. Mm, mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I personally tend to be oblivious when someone's flirting with me or hitting on me. It happens to me all the time and I just don't, I just don't recognize it. Yeah. Like, you know, I was walking in a car lot with my car salesman after hanging out for a whole day trying to buy a car. And he's like, let's go for a walk and get some fresh air. I didn't realize he's taking me to the back corner to try to make out with me. <laughs> Until I'm standing there going, oh, we're not on a date. I'm buying a car. What's happening here? <laughs> but I'm sure there was a lot of moments he perceived us flirting up to that point that I didn't. Because mm, I, just, uh-huh. I, just did, I was buying a car. Flirting in reverse. Yes, I think, yes, What? whatever. One day, one episode we were talking about the way we flirt. But it is interesting when we're not flirting that we don't recognize when others are flirting. Or how much of our natural energy is so flirtatious Yeah. that we don't think we're flirting, but it's more flirtatious than what people usually receive so they perceive it as flirting. Right. Yeah, in that instance. But what about the times, like this instance, when you didn't even recognize this guy was flirting with you? Yeah. Because you're buying a car. Right. So it's, it's context, too, perhaps. But, and, but it... I can or have, do you think that you were flirting and you didn't know you were flirting? Well, and so he I, thought, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That It, yeah, it could yeah. be either okay. way. Right. And right. how much am I not allowing myself to have so much fun... I mean, where did I decide that if I'm buying a car, I can't, you be, can't, flirt. I can't flirt or be <laughs> hit on by the car sale? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm buying a car. This is completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my daughter and I, when we used to do road trips and hang out and everything before she came to college, we, we there were so many times she's like, mom, did you see all the guys checking you out? And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not true. But this one time we were at Whole Foods and we were checking out and, you know, it's like a young 20-something behind the counter and she's young and, you know, barely 20 at the time or whatever and so cute. And, um, you know, we're checking out and I'm in my wallet trying to get my money or whatever and I I look up and I realize that this guy is flirting with me and it made me, like, really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. I didn't know what to do in that moment because I didn't know he's flirting with me and then I saw it and I was like... Uh. <laughs> and she Which one you know? and you know she just laughs at me. She goes, "How do you not get that people are flirting with you?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, safe, feeling safe." Yeah, so it goes back to that thing where so women, women need to feel safe. And so you know, it could be something that I I created mm-hmm. a bazillion years ago mm-hmm. for safety because you know the first part of my life wasn't that wasn't that, that safe. safe. Yeah, I hear you. And how yeah. how is that? you know, play a role for everyone. And then not, that doesn't make men wrong. It makes them confused. It makes them, what do they do and what's okay and what's not okay? Because uh-huh. this, the percentage of actual creepy um, perpetrator men in the world is very small. Uh-huh. It's just um, also in the, in the limelight. Right. And so what about yeah. the rest of the men who are just trying to navigate, like, how they deal? Well, and is it... That's small. I mean, when you think about it, if 25%, one in four women are part of the Me Too movement, then maybe that percentage is You're a right. little higher it could than be we a think. Lot higher. You know, mm-hmm. and, or I mean, maybe they're one offs and the guy's creepy just once and it happens to be, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to know, but I think 
there may be maybe it's just inappropriateness and I don't know we find safety within ourselves but how do we be safe how because really it's up to me to feel safe to be safe and if I create that then am I more open to being flirted with too right well and you know I wonder too if the um, transition from you know women just you know not having a voice and or you know having their role as the woman yeah who bears children and cleans the house and you know takes care of their husband and that's it you have no life no voice no existence well and that's a what a two degrees away from yeah our our parents our mothers and our grandmothers but I mean definitely that's you know that's, that's that used to be the role for yes, women yes and we have been changing that over all these years yeah and what if some of the fallout is like it was just understood this is, was the way it was and even though we changed like there's something in the algorithm of of the gender roles that the men are still you know trying to treat us this way so then then they get branded as like you know um, wrong, you know, creepier or, you know, perpetrator or whatever. And not to say that it's right, it's not, but there's mm-hmm. like this weird algorithm, kind of this We're foundational, this break, foundational breakdown of, yeah. of what used to be okay that's actually yeah. not okay. It's not okay anymore. And then we're mm-hmm. not allowing it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Shifting energies. Well, we're moving into the age of Aquarians, so, and that, I mean, that's huge too whatever all of that means, but, you know, but I think that might be for another episode. <laughs> all right, folks, we'll, <laughs> <laughs>